0: There's been a lot of recent news about relationship breakdown during uh, lockdown oh, and- watch that show. What's the show?
1: Um, the one with the, the comedian guy that, who's like, this This TV show's broken up like 25,000 Oh, so uh, oh, Daniel
0: Sloss, seen uh, Jigsaw. Actually,
2: yeah. Like a clip of it. Is it like a stand-up comedian? Yeah, Daniel Sloss. He's really funny.
0: He looks a lot like Seb Flask. Are you related to Who's Charlie probably listened Sloss to this or? as well. No, because
2: no.
1: the names are different. Sloss. Sloss. Oh, Sloss, right. <laughs>
0: um yeah so yeah that's a nice little uh, segue as well i mean because there's been a lot of relationship breakdown during this time people probably spending a lot of close quarter um contact with people that they normally have work to escape from or weekends to spend with friends how have you fared
2: i mean i was gonna ask you because you you were both living together for lockdown Mm -hmm. so like do you think that had any horrible implications i'll let you go first (laughs) no
0: i
1: don't think had, I think I don't think it had horrible implications because you're not very argumentative yeah um, I think was it was a
2: bad bit <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah
1: I don't think no I don't think I think it was certainly like oh god it was maybe maybe put like a little bit more restraint than normal but compared to like more horror stories I think I think we were quite lucky in that we kept our I think you you were in a routine of like this is my schedule I'm doing this mm. and like although we were living together we were living like independently
0: yeah, and I think we were lucky as well because we weren't living in a flat, just two of us, for example. We yeah. had other people in the house, so yeah. it, was, it didn't feel you know, if you were having a particularly bad day, you could just go downstairs and chill with someone else. Uh, or
1: if yeah, then we had problems. <laughs> 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 Either we had them when we blocked black them out. Um,
0: How was uh your experience? So obviously you were at uni for a little bit of that time. It
2: was past lockdown. It must have been. No, sure. I literally went home right before the lockdown was announcement. So for me it was more like relationship strain in terms of doing long distance but without having a day where you know okay I'm going to see you this day or yeah. this weekend so it was just kind of like okay let's just play it by ear for two months and try like FaceTime and watch movies and try to do like normal stuff but mm-hmm. obviously with the distance but to be fair it fared well so
0: you know at least we have the opportunity you know to do FaceTime and still actually yeah. make contact with people even if it isn't the way that we wanted it to be
2: to be
1: fair, the one thing I was thinking um, was the fact that sort of when you were like, I'm gonna go see my parents for a bit. I think because we'd been so, that was like close together. I was suddenly put into this like a- anxious mode of like, oh my god, like we're gonna go from living in each other's pockets to only being con- contactable like on the phone and stuff. And that was a bit of a panic. But then once that like after that got over, I was like, oh okay, that's like not that bad. But I think the thought of it was way worse. Mm. Yeah, for sure
2: and i've definitely seen that in my friends who have so one of my friends her boyfriend like they basically live together during like time time and whenever she comes home for the holidays she like struggles to adapt to the whole seeing each other all the time to then not seeing each other whereas i feel like that's just i guess it just depends on your dynamic mm. yeah. before whether you're doing like normal or like long distance or whatever
0: i think it really showed you how different people's lives are at home I think I was even during that time when I had the opportunity to, to go back home and see you and mum and dad. I felt quite lucky that I could actually go back home. But obviously, there are a lot of people who, for whatever family situation or other reasons, like being at home is something that's just kind of untenable.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have liked to be at home for longer than like... I think Christmas is like a nicer long enough period. And it's, I love my parents a lot. but <laughs> Just qualify that just to yeah, make sure. Yeah, like I love them a lot. Uh, but we're not... We, we clash quite a lot. So I think, yeah, God, I think the idea like of living at home for that whole period would have been, God, yeah,
0: stressful. And I knew a lot of people who were, you know, you know, working professionally, who now had to spend like twenty four seven at home with their parents. They normally don't really interact apart from maybe having dinner. Um, yeah. And now suddenly you're like, right, okay, I've actually got to build a relationship with these people that I've somewhat ignored, maybe. Yeah
2: and I don't know whether you found it but like going from living independently to suddenly like moving back in with your parents like living under like their rules or whatever under the thumb under the thumb for for me it feels like I had like gone back a few years and I was like a lot younger and I was like I live such an independent life at uni I come home and obviously I appreciate my parents and everything they do so much just say that you love them again Um, (laughs) I do love my parents Um, but it's more like I felt like that kind of freedom and independence had kind of been taken away yeah in a way
1: yeah no for sure but then but then to be fair like over this christmas like period i suddenly was like oh i don't want to like the after my... so it was, for me i was like this christmas period of like being having my parents do stuff for me was actually really nice because there was a period like in the middle where i was like oh god like you know even things like cooking and like doing cleaning the house suddenly felt like a lot of effort mm no
2: I I definitely found that like I'd have a day where I didn't have anything to do so I'd be like okay let me reorganise my whole room and move all the furniture around because I have so much time let me just do this
1: I think yeah to be fair reorganising room but like things like shared spaces like obviously we were in a shared house um, and you suddenly like it's the same thing I guess to be fair like at uni you suddenly like you're spending more time in the house you're like wow I'm noticing how much someone doesn't like clean or someone doesn't do something your way
0: accuse someone
1: (laughs) (laughs) no no no. like i I think everyone had their had their down and up times of cleaning i think so
0: um so having discussed how you fared with your relationship how was keeping up with your friends because they're probably people that you see on a more regular basis
2: yeah i think for the most part for me at the like the initial stages of lockdown where it was such like a novelty everyone was on house party and zoom it it was like easier to keep contact Mm. we do like daily weekly um like quizzes and just chill so it was like easier to make contact with people because everyone was kind of in the same boat of okay we don't have much to do don't have many possibilities of meeting up so kind of just maintaining it on like an online presence was quite big
0: i thought it was fun i mean it's so weird that i basically never facetimed or video chat to my mate before yeah. this ever happened right it just wasn't a yeah. thing you do you, you, you know even if you know you weren't seeing people for you know, a month or two months the idea of like jumping on a video call was like oh it's not the same it's not really as good but actually now i'd feel much more comfortable even once this pandemic you know subsides yeah. to be like oh do you want to have a quick chat like just four of us or five of us just get on a call and have a chat just the inner an circle evening.
2: versus the outer circle
0: <laughs> <laughs> got on a long time ago now um. just qualifying them. Like. <laughs> <laughs> in a the um, circle what? how did you find um, keeping up with your friends?
1: Um, well again I think because uh, I was again in this period of studying like for my final exams and things I I was quite good at keeping up with my friends on my course I don't think I think like you say like the first like week or two weeks there were like zoom like quizzes and things like that and I just remember like those falling away quite quickly and I think as it went on I just was like I was so focused on being productive and doing something like look what i've done in my time in lockdown Mm. and the fact i hadn't done that i was like well i can't speak to anybody because what if they say to me like they've got their phd in lockdown or something like and i was like i've you know just about managed to make myself breakfast today i suddenly was like well i don't want to speak to anyone because then i avoid that embarrassment Mm. which is silly now looking back on it because everyone was going through that but it definitely took me to like yeah, like more this period of lockdown where I was more comfortable myself to be like, oh, actually, no one's like overachieving and you're allowed to speak to your friends if you're not overachieving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you
0: think it? Do you, ooh, ooh, Please don't break the house. Um, <laughs> Do you think you, this has also shown you, because people are me, kind of, not meeting up, but virtually catching up more regularly, it's shown you people in, like, maybe friends in your life that actually, you realise, oh, I don't actually want to speak to you. Now I have the choice of oh, choosing who harsh. I interact with.
2: Yeah, let me name them. No, I'm
0: not saying name them, but I just, it's, it's just a question. Do you like, want to
2: consult the list on your phone with all the then, names? Don't break
0: the illusion of what's going on here. It's, it's off the top of my dome.
1: I see what you mean. Like, you know, I don't know. No, not really, because I think I give, like I said, I give everyone... The benefit of the doubt that i don't like contacting people virtually and so i'd hate someone to go well she hasn't contacted me uh so therefore we're not friends with anyone like i've got like stuff going on mm. they've got stuff going on i know that if i need them really really need them i could reach out to them and i hope that they think the same with me so no I, th- I think it would be so unfair to suddenly be like they haven't contacted no but, me. but
0: what i mean i'll just buy in sorry. um <laughs> what i mean is so all of us are, you know, have quite decent friendship group, and quite big size friendship groups. Um, and normally when you meet up with friends, because you're, you know, you go to the park or to the pub or something, you meet up with like, say, 10 or 15 people. Mm. I'm just asking the question. Now you have a choice of, you know, maybe people in that group you're not as close to. Do you, it, Has this made you start evaluating people that you see as close friends because of the fact that you have more choice with who you speak to?
2: I mean, I'm not sure about the whole because more it's more or, because
0: it's less likely you're going to meet up one one on one with a lot of people than you oh, are to meet. Yeah, yes, that's what I'm saying.
1: I think. Sorry, really quickly. Um, what like m- me and my friend my friends and i uh, discussed was very much like we didn't need to focus on like all of us being there to like meet up it's just very much like here's a day if we're free like let's have a zoom call or like and i think that mentality of like uh, one understanding you're not going to be left out if you're not going to something and also you, we, you can meet up with people and not like worry about someone not turning up i think that was the sort of thing certainly sort of mm. like the fact that people are busy in their lives so i think i think it was yeah useful in that way
2: yeah And I definitely think, for me, I felt kind of this, I don't know how to explain it, but if during a pandemic, if, like, it's so much more painfully clear who puts in an effort and who doesn't, because to, like, some extent, I know everyone's got a lot of things going on, but you see, like, who initiates Zoom calls or, like, who wants to meet up, and I think... For a lot of people, it's kind of just like this huge realisation of who maybe you're more like inclined to spend time with or people that you think, maybe I need to put more of an effort here or maybe I need to not. So this is what I'm saying.
0: So has there been any friendship breakups during this time?
1: Um, No, me personally, I think if anything, it's I'm quite lucky it's made my uh, friendships perhaps possibly stronger. I mean, there are some people I haven't spoken to throughout the pandemic, but I, I know that as soon as it's over, like we'd be... In, but I never would speak to them over Messenger. Mm. Like, mm. yeah, I don't think. I mean, maybe there's been uh, friendship breakups, but certainly not because of the uh,
0: pandemic. No. <laughs> <Ooh.
2: laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
2: we can leave that there. What a
0: cliffhanger? No, I feel,
2: no. I feel like yeah, I'll, I'll let you know have um, to For me, I feel like on the whole, my friend, my friendships have like strengthened just because you know when you can't see everyone every day and you really have to kind of make the effort to hang out or speak when you can or just maintain contact more so than you know we did, we had to last year I think that's really strengthened a lot of my friendships. And I think on friendship breakups, you know, I don't think I've ever had like a dramatic falling out as such. I think for most of the cases, it's very much like either drifting away or kind of knowing like, even though we don't speak, like I always have good intentions for you, have good love for you. But like, we just don't mm. mingle in the same circles or whatever. But I think quite recently, I did have somewhat of a friendship breakup. That was kind of to do with effort. Um, side of it, you mentioned side that, again. Yeah. yeah, but I think... You know reflecting on that situation i think i have learned a lot about both of us as people and kind of like you can't fix everything yeah. in that and that respect some things you know, meant I'm, to be i fixed, feel like i go into a lot of situations being like okay this is the problem we'll do this this and this and this to fix it but it's like sometimes it's just not how it is like you sometimes have to leave it and be like yeah, you know what of... maybe um, it's the time maybe it's you know this situation but
0: so in your lives then what should be found harder breaking up in terms of a relationship or actually saying to a friend of yours, you know, this is kind of it, really.
1: I definitely haven't said to any friends since. But maybe not in in those
0: words, but, you know, having Um, someone as a friend who then you decide is no longer your friend.
1: I think it's difficult. In the moment, I think breakups are harder, but I think, like, looking back, and I don't like the word regret, but certainly, like, if you could change things, friendship breakdowns, um, I would, you know, be like, oh, that didn't need to happen. Whereas, like with a breakup with another person, that that kind of is either not going to work or it's not. So it's easier to not regret, but whereas friendships, I feel like if it's a breakup, then that's, I think that's uh, avoidable. You could have a fizzle out, which is probably better.
0: But can't you have a fizzle out in a relationship as well?
2: You can't
1: just suddenly like go
0: from being in a relationship. I, I, I think they. I, think I lots know you've feel heard feel these
2: stories of people being like, I've been with my partner for ten years, and I just looked at them and I didn't love them. But you have yeah, just... to tell them that. Yeah, you can't ghost. A, yeah. Like full on relationship. I mean, I mean you, you can. can. I don't a think it's advisable, you can just, like, but stop
1: seeing over a period of time, and then just one time it just happens. That's the last time you've seen them. Whereas you can't
2: do that with a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> but then I feel like with a relationship, at least when that ends, you have. A support bubble to like kind of fall back on. Whereas when it's a friendship, yeah, you could go to your partner or and with that, but it's just it's a different dynamic. The person that you'd normally go to for this kind of issue is now the person that you're.
0: Do Do you think then because of that we have a higher standard for our friends than people we're in relationships with? I would accept more. I
2: don't think we do. I think in general, I mean, you can speak about individual cases, but I feel like we should do, but as a general. I like, the, a lot of people I've seen have prioritised their relationship over their friends.
1: I don't, I don't think that's a, the, the thing about having the, the, the highest standard. Like, I think the thing is, you kind of think and expect your friends to uh, have this unconditional love for you. But you don't expect that from partners. Because I guess the fact that you are just spending more time with partners, or it tends to be. At least as you get, like, older, obviously.
0: And the unconditional love is obviously quite a big pressure to put on people. Especially if you've had friends from a young age and then over your adolescence you change and then you're suddenly expecting this person who has been with you from when you could have been a different person completely to now where actually the values that you and I share are completely different.
1: Yeah, I guess then you'd have to think about the fact that I guess friendship love is very different to or at least the needs that you need from a friend are generally different from a relationship. Um, I guess that that depends on how close you are to your friends. If you're someone mm. who's, like, best friend you spend every minute of the day with, then you're going to say, I need just as much from my best friend. Yeah. But if, if, if you spend more time speaking to your partner, you're going to want more from them than your friends.
0: When you said fizzling out, do you think that that's always a, just a natural thing between two people, or is that something that, generally, one person has to make the decision to back away a bit, maybe not put as much effort into it, and essentially engineer that to happen?
1: Uh, i I don't think it always has to be engineered. I think it can be engineered. But I certainly just think sometimes you just, like, forget to speak... Oh, yeah, not forget, but, like... Do you just, see what I mean? Well, mm. no, but just, you you know, if you move schools and then you go to different universities, like, I know there's, like, someone who I'd, like, message every now and again on Instagram, but we haven't seen each other for years, even though we used to be best, best, best friends. We haven't seen each other for years, but that's just because, like, we live in different places, we've got things, different things mm. going on in our lives. But... I don't think either of us engineered that.
2: I think it is just situational. It depends right. on how, like, mutual it is. Like, if you're both out doing different things, you both kind of just become p- complacent in the friendship, then it's going to be mutual. No one's having the hand and being like, well, I, I'm not going to speak to you because of X, Y, and Z.
0: But you know how people... Uh, this is kind of like an idiom, but like people would might say, when two people break up and they say oh it's mutual it's never really mutual yeah there's always this like there's always, idea of one there's always person some being... person who might have a greater reason or underlying reason who pushes that agenda forward i'm just saying yeah. is that is that the same with friends or can that just be like oh you and i just it's just happened like our relationship's broken down as mates and that's okay
1: but i think if you have that discussion that's not fizzling out as soon as you have that per- discussion you've sort of very much acknowledged but, 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 but what but the person it is, who brings
0: that up is most likely going to be the person that yeah, feels a, a certain type of way.
1: Yeah, that's not fizzling out. That's not what I would define as fizzling out,
2: anyway. Fizzling? Yeah, I'd say that's more of, like, an issue that needs to be Yeah, that's, like, resolved.
1: A, I'm really sorry, but, like, this just isn't working as a friendship. Whereas if you just don't, you just, like, slowly go from texting every day to not texting at all. God, now you
0: said that, that's actually horrible. Like, imagine, I mean, I'm... That's,
1: like, a,
2: a modern-day, like, friendship ghosting. Oh, yeah, I've
1: had a friend who's had a friend do that to them. Done what? And well. basically, like, they were really close and then my friend did something not that nice to her and then the girl turned around, you know, she apologised, the girl turned around and went, um, I'm, I appreciate your apology but I just don't think we can recover
2: from this. Which is, to be fair, in her, yeah. that's in her life. You
0: know what it is, the reason I'm finding it interesting and quite difficult to wrap my head around is because I think we always see, whether that's in media or, like, you know, with our friends, that, the relationship breakdown is something that's quite normalised to us. We know what a relationship breakdown looks like, but to hear, like, just the way you said that there, oh, I just don't think we can be friends anymore. Like that, that's, that's quite deep. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. It feels, it feels worse to hear that.
2: And because I feel like it is less common yeah. in general from what you experience. Well, because it makes it even harder.
1: I think also you, generally, unless it's not amicable, a relationship breakdown can fall into friendship afterwards, whereas friendship can only get worse. Like it's, I guess in that respect then... It's kind of like a, a tier system, and after... <laughs> she's <laughs> she's a <laughs> um, yeah, you're like, if you go from a relationship to a friendship, like, you're still... That's fine. But friendship to what next? You'll be like, oh, we're acquaintances now. Because yeah. you, you can only really move forward in relationships. If you move backward, it ends, kind of thing.
0: Um, but, yeah, I mean, you could definitely move backwards in a friendship, surely. But you, you, would, don't put effort you would,
1: once you would go backwards, I don't think you can then go back forward again. Unless it's, it's a mutual um. effort yeah to do so i think it's a very grown-up conversation to say like we're not going to be friends for a while but let's see how that goes like that's uh, i don't know i it still I, vocal, would, I would uh, yeah. say we're friends uh, but let's what? you know let's work on that friendship
0: because yeah. also what is interesting actually when you said unconditional love it's you don't really affirm that normally do you like with your friends you don't go oh we're friends it's kind of an unspoken thing that you move forward with
2: yeah in what way you don't ever sit with your friends and say, oh, we're, I'm friends. So here. Glad here "We're friends." here is
0: a group of friends that we're all friends together with. You know, we
2: also don't. Yeah, you don't. Like, which maybe to
1: be fair, like people should. And yeah, maybe I think they less, should. Yeah, like more like, oh, you've not done something recently that hasn't upset me, but it's not a good thing. I think but yeah, yeah like, like more like family, friendship yeah. accountability.
2: The same yeah. way that you'd maybe pick a fight in a relationship because of this. Have you not pick a fight <laughs> <sense> as such, <laughs> but like if you have an issue. I feel like in a friendship, it's more likely to just go kind of yeah, brush like, it over, kind of, mm. oh, that's fine. Like
1: Especially if it's like an omission, like if someone's not checked up on you and really you feel like they should have, you wouldn't really go message a friend like, I'm sad, why haven't you messaged me? You'd wait until they'd actually done something to you. Whereas if your partner had like not acknowledged something, you'd be like, that was really you know not very respectful of you.
0: And do you find it easier then with your partner to say, actually this is something you haven't done, then it is with your mate that you might have known for a longer period of time.
2: I feel like it just goes back to what you expect in a relationship compared to what you expect in a friendship. You know, if there's certain standards of a relationship that you're like, these are the needs I need to be met. If that's the exact same to your friendship, then maybe you have very close friendships, (laughs) I don't know. But like, (laughs) for me, I can acknowledge the fact that some of my friends, you know, we were not going to be in contact 24/7, and I Mm -hmm. won't have the same needs as I would in a relationship because other people have relationships other people have other yeah. responsibilities but i hope that my partner doesn't have another relationship so, I mean? on, <laughs> like, so on that note yeah, I yeah. See what you mean. Yeah, yeah
0: that does mean that presumably we as a society as people we put relationships on a massive pedestal compared to our friendships
1: well we do but obviously maybe perhaps people who are like polyamorous who maybe oh. think i'm happy to have my re- partner have this similar relationship with someone else they wouldn't see that difference because i think that is like a massive key difference for me yeah it's the fact that i don't mind my friends having these relationships with other friends but I certainly wouldn't be happy if you turn around and said i want this similar bond with someone else
0: i've got some terrible news <laughs> <laughs> way to
1: pronounce it.
0: um I think I disagree. I think, so with the example of people who are in polyamorous relationships, they're still, even though what their definition of a relationship is, is different to maybe a monogamous uh, relationship, it's still a relationship. They still must make a distinction yeah. between these are my set relationships with these people in an intimate way, and these are my mates, and these are my friends.
2: And I'm sure it varies across every single polyamorous relationship you know like what the standards are what the boundaries are mm. and so i guess you could play that into like with every single friendship and i think this is just a general question do you think you have friends that you have different needs for so absolutely like mm. people absolutely. that you go to for certain things yeah I think, I, think, so I think you kind normal. of expect yeah. a different level
0: of, yeah because presumably you i mean i hope that people are so I tend to be in friendships with a diverse range of people with different kinds of people so their capabilities and what they bring to our friendship is different so there are definitely some mates that I definitely go to for a certain problem someone I know who might have more tailored advice can give me support there so I and think so do yeah, you
2: think you would judge those people to a higher standard than the other maybe, maybe different standards yeah different standard i think yeah
0: definitely a different standard because again it's like you said it's your expectations of a friendship so if you know that this person has been there for you before and can give you support in a certain area and then they suddenly fail to do it then you can definitely call into question like actually i've put you on a higher pedestal compared to other people because you've been there for me in certain degrees yeah
1: yeah but i still think it's different though because i still think that's maybe you, you them being there for you is because you were going through a particularly dark time but if you you might not have had that or needed that as much you might have just needed people who are fun and and maybe that's what you're you know you're you've had very good at life experience where you haven't needed someone to support mm. you so then that's fair if you, you perhaps aren't judging the people who have been there for you as, as well as you should be
0: perhaps. and i think maybe it might be quite um quite difficult to put that level of responsibility on a friend let's say you have a partner just by example maybe traditionally you'd say well that's the person I'll go to for my most like serious issues that Mm. things that I'm dealing with day to day that are more personal to put that level of responsibility on a friend Mm. who obviously might have been there for you in in a way to be fun and jovial and to make sure they're having a good time but necessarily can't be there for you for that thing
1: especially if they don't know that that's expected of them yeah like they might say oh you're the friend i go to you know to talk about this and usually oh that's that's not in my remit, and or you don't know like yeah that's my remit, but i've got five other people who are also coming to me for those problems and i can only take on so much so yeah it's it's tricky
0: this is what you were saying you were saying strong
2: friend Yeah. yeah yeah How especially in these times where, you know, now it's probably the most important time to like check up on people, make sure everyone's like doing well or like just mentally surviving. Just checking
0: in, being like, yeah. how are we all doing today?
2: And it's always the person that everyone kinda goes to that kind of gets neglected in this. Yeah, I don't
1: think my, my friend's are gonna love me for that. I don't really think I don't I, I'm I not just, don't really <laughs> <strong>. <laughs> Um <laughs> I don't I I think maybe that's why I surround myself with equally as, like slightly needy people. Like in different ways. Or people who are like not don't want to have that like absorbing I'm like I don't know, I don't have many friends who I'd say like, oh they're like a mum
2: to me.
0: Really? Maybe that's because I'm not. Maybe. Yeah.
2: So do you think that your friendships have changed much since like school time do you oh, think that
0: you massive, like gain friends massively. or like lost I mean, friends on oh, the so whole so you, well, let's talk about like like an existing friend group so you can compare like from i don't know you're seven to now
1: oh okay well i i mean i'm only two friends really with like two people from like my school
0: but i mean how's that relationship changed so when you were in school to now
1: i mean me and one of them are like there's been absolutely no change, mm. like, if anything, I think I've not been as, like, good to her as she's been to me, she's, like, been great. And the other one, like, I, we didn't speak for, like, two years, and then, like, when we do talk it's, like, completely normal again, so. But she's weird, though, because in, in, ooh, in sixth form, like, <laughs> uh, up through middle and whatever school, um, I had, like, a really, really big group, but I think, for me, taking a gap year was, like, a huge thing where everyone, like, just went to uni and suddenly was, like, oh, like get that had friends
2: back home kind of thing which sounds really depressing though it was, it was <laughs>
0: <fine. laughs> yeah I think I
1: remember yeah.
2: thinking in like before A-levels like the group of friends I have now I'm I'm assuming that we're all going to still be friends in like three four five years time but then obviously that overlooks the fact that when you're at school that's kind of like the binding factor you seeing each yeah. other every day you having that level of closeness because you're always all together at that time and it was the same like going on my gap here and then kind of like Friendship group, all kind of moves to different places, and you're just left like, okay, like who's actually gonna be, or who are you gonna stay friends with, and who's gonna make the yeah. effort and I to was stuff. To Nomi Snakey, I actually also have one um, third friend. Well, so <laughs> <so laughs> so third friend. She's lovely and
1: great. Um, just I'll, I'll make I'll make sure <laughs> that makes
0: <laughs> the edit. Um, no, I think uh, yeah, I've I've been I think very lucky, but uh, definitely our relationship has changed. I think from maybe from when we were 11 years old to, you know, sixth form, 18. Our relationship was, like you said, it was predicated on school. Mm, mm. We were still quite young. I think definitely since going to university and seeing them less, and I think how probably we've all kind of changed as men as well, getting older and being able to talk... Why are you laughing?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, but I, I mean... Like, I just
1: know you and your friends. And- no,
0: obviously we're still very <laughs> immature, and that I don't think that will ever change. But I think definitely I feel... For example, a lot more comfortable if i do want to talk about something a bit serious and a bit hey, circle.
1: i know who you are guys getting
0: to a really <laughs> se- getting team. to a really serious point about masculinity and how that's changed <laughs> um i genuinely do feel that our, our friendship has changed for the better and as a group yeah. that we we can support each other um through quite difficult times that which is an expectation I might not have had being in school. Yeah,
2: and I definitely think like with my friends, having gone to uni and everyone has different, you know, uni experiences, whether that's good or bad. You come home and you kind of appreciate your friends at home more because you're like, oh, you know, come h-. and it's it is that sense of home.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, to be fair, I mean, I guess a few like a few of mine like aren't from school. They're mm. from like my work, um, at, from home though. But yeah, I, I, I guess I don't have that same like connection to my school like, again like you know what my closest friend she wasn't even in my year at school so
0: and during your time being in and out relationships for example have you neglected your friends like whether that's consciously or unconsciously
2: i think for me like looking back i would think that i would have <laughs> neglected my friends and i'm but i think because i was still in school and i could see them every day it was kind of like a okay that's fine i'll see them every day But in terms of actually like emotionally checking in and that kind of stuff, I'd definitely
0: say there was some neglect.
2: Oh, one hundred percent.
0: You were quick to jump on that one. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. No, like, yeah, I I, I prioritize to a very unhealthy degree. I think I've got better with age, but I still I I still think for sure that I have always put relationships over friends. And it's, it's probably not that great. But then, <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you think it was more when you were younger? Because I feel like there is this whole like when it's like a new thing and you're like oh like more infatuated by the whole infatuation that you kind of forget about everything else
1: i think it's because my first like first boyfriend um i Don't like fall-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 i had a massive falling out with like my friends and it was something what's the sick form where there's only like 60 people in a year and i was just like well i can't be the bigger person and go and speak to them all i'll just spend all my time with my boyfriend instead uh which was just really really silly like now looking back on it it was suddenly, I think the thing is is I'm very very needy and I think in some ways, so for example when me and you got together, everyone, I think everyone kind of saw that as a positive because they were like, oh she's like a lot less needy and like more cool and like we enjoy spending time with her more because uh, she's less needy now. So I think in that respect, like yes I put way more uh, into my relationships but it's probably a good thing for
0: my
2: friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, think they
0: would I definitely subscribe to what you said though about being infatuated by the idea of a relationship yeah and that being the driving force to maybe neglecting your friends yeah i definitely say there was probably within a certain time a pressure to be in a relationship whether it whether it gave you a bit more social status a bit more approval oh, that oh, no. must have been at your school yeah because that
1: for sure wasn't a thing that i ever experienced i had this internalized pressure again that mm. thing of like oh, well, I'm annoying, so, like, if I find one other person to, like, absorb my annoyingness, then, like, I'll actually be more popular. So that was way more of an internalised thing. And
0: I think, to be fair, that was probably...
1: Like, it was that. like, oh, I can have someone, like, who I'm, like, weird and quirky and, like, put all that stuff on, and then I can be like, oh, well, if I'm in a group situation, I know if I feel uncomfortable. I've got that one person there who understands me. Mm. And so
2: I... Immediately, like, my, my anxiety goes down. That's very interesting, though, actually.
0: Which and aspect I'm of just,
2: it? I'm thinking, cos... I feel like I I really didn't have any pressure my pressure was like want to find someone at 25 have kids have baby like all of that kind of stuff but for me it was like very much further down the line like I was like if preferable I could wait until after uni and then have a relationship because I was like oh I have so many things on my hands like I have my friends I have my fam like I just felt at that point like I can't juggle anything else which is silly because you can obviously make time for what you want do you but, mean like when you
1: were like a teenager yeah
2: like younger See,
1: even I, like I think I get that whole like um, I definitely subscribe to the idea of in your 20s like as a woman like suddenly like there's this confidence and you start to, like falling in love with yourself kind of thing because i don't feel like i had that as a teenager and so like i projected that onto uh, like i never cared about getting married or kids like that wasn't really that well that wasn't really like that much of a focus it was more like oh i, ha- I need a best friend mm-hmm. and i had like that's one thing i've always had like one best friend and been very like i need that one person and then I was like suddenly like, oh, I can have that one person and like, they can be a boy.
0: No, I think, um, yeah, definitely um, some kind of pressure, whether that's internalized or maybe I maybe saw in place that I didn't see. And I think as a boy, it's difficult to maybe if you're insecure about something to be like, to be honest with yourself and be like, that's the reason I'm feeling bad. Mm-hmm. I think maybe now having this chat, maybe when I was younger, and thinking, oh, like this will be the final. Fun- I'll be normal. This will be the final piece. <laughs> this will be yeah, this will be yeah. what actually makes yeah, it yeah, right. Like 100, yeah. Um,
2: and even for you, I feel like from memory, like a lot of your friends were also, you know, getting into relationships at the same mm. point that you were. So whereas for me in my school, like it was very like few and far between. Like we were all mm. just kind of just. It, yeah. it, together, it wasn't for like, a
0: long time. I think from memory, there was probably like a six to eight month period where everyone just started getting hitched. And mm. maybe that at that time, I, I can't remember what I was thinking. I didn't give a or anything. Would but you, I, pro- think... I probably did feel at the time, like, oh, shit, like, what's wrong with me? Yeah, don't want to be the last one to yeah, get exactly. picked
1: almost. And do you think... Like, speaking honestly, it might have been something, you know, towards your fear of your masculinity, perhaps. Like oh, absolutely. You feel more of a, a a man if you're able to get a girl.
0: Yeah, not specifically more of a man, but just feel like you have more social capital within a friendship or within a within being part of school. <laughs> that uh, must that's... be
2: some, like, evolutionary, like... I think Basis that's, for it Like having Having a woman on your shoulder Being like yeah, yeah that's, like, that, I mean, that's definitely I mean that's definitely Not evolutionary
0: <laughs> That's definitely like A societal imp- implementation Rather than
1: I feel like for females It's kind of Maybe more than way like Oh I have lots of people attracted, Lots of guys attracted to me But I don't want to be In a relationship Like that is like a She is a powerful female mm-hmm. Whereas like sometimes going in relationship, especially like, you know, like, oh, they're like the, their mum, like, they're going to go home early, like, they're going to, you know, not be as fun going out. Yeah.
0: You, what, you, you think that's the pressure that from women other girls? in relationships- Oh, but from other girls?
1: Um, I mean, like, again okay, my husband never said that, but, like, I would certainly think- I know when, like, I was in first year and I was single and then, like, I had another friend who was in, a, um, you know, long-term stable relationship- I always thought like, oh, well she's not gonna like want to be absolutely wild and like you know come on the pool and like do the fun things because mm. she'll go home and want to like text her boyfriend and that kind of thing. And now I think when I'm like, oh god, that's probably like what people think of me.
0: But um, it's definitely not you to be honest. I mean, let us just remember about Oktoberfest last year. Okay, the medical term. Yeah, was well, a
1: medical term. Yeah. But I'm certainly a lot more like I would say now being a relationship, I'm a lot more like oh well like. I don't necessarily need to stay till the club opens, like because like, or I could just go home and like. Well, to the club Wait, wait. Home. Till the club yeah. opens Watch. the
0: next day, or would you mean? <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you know what I mean? There's that thing where, it's, which I, I, was like, I want to like make sure I'm out for every minute and like mm. get every opportunity. Whereas sometimes I was like, oh, like I'm actually just as happy being at home with my partner and watching something on TV, kind of thing. Like after a night out, I do still want to do a <laughs> like, that's just for that. Hour.
2: No, I, I get what you mean, and I feel like. like- Yeah, and for me, I found like a change of, so like even with clubbing, for example, like Mm. before I was in a relationship, I really just would not care like, and then uni clubbing, and then I just found myself like in really awkward situations or like, oh God, I don't wanna like, you know, be close to this person or it's just, I feel like just clubbing as a girl is a horrible it's experience. It's a bit of a nightmare. When Sometimes. Now you
1: like, think about
2: it. Yeah, because of the pandemic, but oh, like- because no, <laughs> no, you got boyfriend, now. Yeah, I know, but I feel like almost it was worse because I was like, to respect my boyfriend, I don't want to be in this situation. I if, yeah. Oh, I just like- Which made going to, like certain instances going clubbing, I would have this like, oh God, so, like- That's so interesting. So you were actually- can predict. So you were actually,
0: um, you were quite hesitant In certain spaces where you would normally have been like Yeah because before
2: I'd used the line of Oh no thanks I'll have a boyfriend Anyway regardless Whereas I feel like some people And maybe this is just the clubbing experiences I've had at the clubs that I've had, but some people just really don't care and they'll just, you know, like, all right, so what? And like, no, <laughs> See, I'm just like, I want to get myself out of this space. I never space. say, no, I, I've got a boyfriend. I'm like, no, I
1: don't want, no, thank you. I don't yeah. Yeah, care. Yeah, because yeah, that's, know, that's a, a terrible thing. It's the internalized play. thing of thinking, oh, okay, if I say
2: oh, I have a boyfriend, no, they'll no. respect the fact that, yeah, okay, like, oh, there's you're... another man in the equation. Like, yeah. And it's so bad that we you have to say that. that, but if I say no, no, thanks. I'll be like, oh, why? And I'll be like, okay, I'll give them the reason. That reason is like, okay.
0: But that's, that's so weird. Like, that's a level of entitlement that, like, if you... that from, from that boy's mentality or boy's mentalities in general. Yeah, but, Like yeah. You go up to a girl and you go, oh, like, how you doing? Um, And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm all right, thank you. That there's no need for them to qualify the reason why they've said no. Like, it's just no, isn't it? Yeah. Like, um,
2: and that's why I think, in general, I prefer going clubbing with Yash because then it's like, okay, they can see him. Like, whereas... Yeah. When I'm on... And it's, it depends, really, on the situation, like, the people I'm with. If it's, like, in, like, a group with my single friends, for example, and then two of them are getting hit on and i they're, like, oh, God, there's a third guy there. Like, let me just... <laughs> you don't you done
0: a like, in your head. You're, like, right, okay, it's me next. This is <laughs> adding up, like... <laughs> what, was, do you, what do you think? That's see, I,
1: I'm different. Like, I'm, like... I maybe it's because I'm way more of an attention seeker than you are um but like I bet you now something like oh well I'm a friend in a relationship so if my friend's like that guy's hot I can go over be like super sassy super like um my friend likes you and like not flirty but like certainly not uncomfortable about the idea of him thinking I'm being flirty because I can go like ew um (laughs) but also I think and like Again, this is. This I, is can't I, know, gonna, I, I, I can't wait to see you're going to.
0: I can't wait to see we're going to come out with here.
1: I don't really know whether this out <laughs> or not. I can always, always edit it out. Yeah, that's true. I think we're like, obviously, you know, you're like um a very pretty young girl. <laughs> 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 I am,
2: I'm being groomed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, whereas, like, I am a more mature um, sort of like. Pass her... Pro- no, God, that's... Oh, like,
0: God! I'm, Where I'm, is is Lily, going? Lily, Lily, you're not old, babe. You're, yeah. you're, 20, you're
1: 24. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, no, yeah, 24 is old. Like, I think... It really really my old, my old, so I'm, to home, a a I'm then, like and... six years older than like, someone else in there. And if it's on the Isle of Wight, probably 10 years. But before. the
2: average age, if you look in that club, you'll still be in the lower
1: no section. Yeah, I surely, surely. Well, fine, if I go back to a uni club, I'm certainly not... I'm not I am not one of the be there. But anyway, I can find... But I just certainly... I think when I was... I think uh, when I was single, I was possibly a little bit more like desperate for attention. Um, oh no, I'm still pretty desperate for attention. That like I was way more like getting disappointed by the idea of like people mm. not uh, looking at me. Whereas like now, because I don't care, probably I'm getting more attention. And like wh- while I'm like no thank you, it's still like obviously a compliment. Yeah, it's still flattering. So. Obviously, I think, I don't, I mean, I like being with you all the time, but if you weren't at the club, I wouldn't think too much about
0: it. Yeah. I guess this is something I never had to notice really, because I think as a boy, I don't think there's a difference in, because obviously you don't have to worry about typically girls hitting on you or anything like that. Yeah. It's just, it's just the same experience so but
1: do you not think a little bit because you're not like looking for it perhaps sometimes you get more attention because there's that air of like i've heard that i've heard that
0: that before that like there's a not an aura that's the wrong word but there's (laughs) that like you could see when maybe a boy is in a relationship because they maybe are more confident and not not yeah seeking attention and that to some to some people is an attractive quality
2: I've,
1: yeah, I definitely really got, like, hit on way more in a relationship than I have, and that's very cool, but, um, and then I have when I was single, because so I think, yeah, there's that thing of, like, yeah, that, that confidence of, like, yeah. I don't care if someone's looking
2: at me. I was just thinking, though, but, like, back in the school days, there seemed to be this, like, phenomenon of when someone would get into a relationship, that everyone would start finding them more attractive, like, instantly, yeah. mm, almost definitely. because you can see them now in, like, a relationship light, and you're like, oh, okay, like, that's a different perspective to what I had before. Or it's like wanting something you can't have.
0: Yeah, it could oh, be no, that. I, as well. I agree with you. I think you maybe look at people more favourably. You're seeing, oh, this person's probably got more substance behind yeah, what they're doing. If you they can handle received. a
2: relationship, then that maybe makes them more They There must be a you. certain
0: level of caring considerate to them being in a relationship. I
2: don't oh Yeah. Do you know
1: agree? There's something so strong in me I think that's like the idea of someone else, like seeing someone, like, like someone else is, like, really off-putting. Mm-hmm. Like, once I see someone, like, one of my friends or anyone I know, I'm like, oh, I don't like them anymore. Like, or I could never like them again.
2: Really? Yeah, no, I get that. The whole wanting something you can't have, I've never understood uh, yeah. that. Because um, I'm like, why would you even spend any time other than wanting that? That's, like, I think that's in, like, unrequited in love, in like, love, isn't it,
1: like, surely? But unrequited love is fine if it's, like, oh, they just don't... They don't like you, but, like, they don't like anyone else either.
0: But surely if, let's say, hypothetically... Someone was into your mate or was dating your friend, surely because you and your friend share similar values and things, that would, if anything, make them more compatible than them liking a random stranger?
1: No. Yeah, but, like, I don't want to... If they liked my friend or if they liked a random stranger, I'm now not interested.
0: Why? You wouldn't
2: even think about that. But why, though? Because if... I don't I know, know. I feel like that's a boundary that's just there, like... Yeah, why? Well, like it's... If... It's like a mental block. Like, you, your brain can't even go to that angle because you're like, that's like weird
1: and I think perhaps on a way more immature level is that like idea of like oh comparing yourself to that person as well like if anything ever happened the first thing you do would be like well I know they like such and such and I'm not like them because I'm way more loud or I'm you know way more annoying than them and so like that immediately like it makes me like oh no I'm okay you don't want to start competition before you even started kind of
0: thing so to throw a hypothetical out there again Mm. let's say your mate was dating a boy Mm. and they dated for like two or three months, so a relatively insignificant period of time, and then there was an opportunity to then see them.
1: No, I, I mean, personally, I wouldn't.
0: You're, you're <laughs> turning a bit here, which means...
2: I think I am guilty of this, to be fair. I, mean, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just, I think I'm way too psycho to like... That's the thing. I didn't think I was psycho until I got into that situation. I was like, this is, yeah, it's just opening up a competition pot. Yeah. Almost, like... And especially in terms... So, my situation was there was a girl who was in my friendship group who me and her weren't, like, particularly close, but looking back, probably shouldn't have... Close enough. Yeah, it was close enough for it to cause, like, an issue within our friendship group and just cause issues between us anyway. That situation with her and um, this guy had ended a long time ago. So, I was like, oh, it's fine. And she was telling me, oh, it's fine. But, you know, this It is just weird to think of yourself and think of your friend alongside someone else like i just think it's a really or like the idea that they use the same words but yeah like the, they same, use the same words you know like the same like oh, compliments, compliments or like you know you had that same level of closeness and it's for me i think it's fine if it's with someone that you don't see or you don't like out of sight out of mind yeah. but when it's someone yeah. that you see a lot or like runs in your same circles like it's, the same it's way not do you, you not don't ideal to
1: talk to your current partner about their exes you don't want to like care about them unless it's like obvi- obviously if it's a thing that you feel like you need to discuss and uh, trauma or whatever ever like that. Like I'm not just respecting that, but generally the consensus I think is like like you say. Don't talk to me yeah, about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like that's the part.
0: But Chandler and Monica were fine.
2: Oh god. <laughs> they didn't,
0: oh yeah. No, obviously Ross was a bit peeved off and to also, start with, but I guess they get on.
2: When you look at like Maiden Chelsea that's, as well, like,
1: brother and sister, like that. Ross and is was Monica's
0: brother. Yeah, and yeah, friends so
1: why
2: with would Chandler.
0: he be? And also friends with Chandler. But
1: that's it. S- sibling relationship is different. I was. I still. Okay. Okay.
0: That. Sorry. The other friends <laughs> in the cohort <laughs> were also friends. Yeah, but it. there
1: wasn't another friend like that was interested in. in Chandler. Sorry. I,
0: okay. Let me put it this way. So you got jo- like, no, so you no, got Joey, Joey, Joey Rachel. and Rachel. Yeah. That's, yeah that's that's so sorry, I should have gone cool. straight to that I'm not that. Was, that. I'm yeah, yeah, not. I'm not claiming to be an authority and friend. Um. Joey and Rachel obviously dated. Ross was madly in love with her. They were fine after
2: that. I'd... But they did have a lot of tension. I yeah. I'm not saying they
0: were I'm, I'm not saying it'll be seamless and you're like, "Oh, brilliant. Go for it, mate." There's going to be a bit of a conflict. Yeah. But... I think
2: it just depends weighing up. And it also depends on what kind of person you are. If you can happily like go into it and not, you know, pick out things and pick out similarities, then it's fine, but not all of us yeah, are, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I love to be. <bad>. <laughs> that. Literally give me the formula.
0: I think that also ties into people's perceptions of relationships. I think we had a conversation earlier about how people on social media, especially with their boyfriend, girlfriend, the way they kind of showcase their relationship. Oh no. You, mm. what, what was that reaction for?
1: I just, I, I mean, I, to be fair, I don't really like showcasing, oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't like really showcasing anything on social media, personally. Okay, yeah. Um, but what
0: are your thoughts about re- people who showcase their relationships?
1: Which depends what you mean. Like obviously, there's like I put a picture of me and you up. Is that showcasing?
0: Okay, let's okay, let's get the bear's minimum. The bear's minimum. Yeah, that's so literally the I put prefer, like with the
1: caption <laughs> like a
2: flower.
0: <laughs> no, but okay, let me yeah. let me def- let, let me set the parameters then. So let's say showcasing is um, what you consider to be a um, kind of a no holds barred over sharing, sharing yeah. of your relationships that could be like videos and like constant updates or, or people who like or people who, or maybe long posts about how like, they love their yeah, love, love, you love you so much. how like, much i couldn't live without you <laughs> this has
1: been the best <laughs> two and a half weeks of my
2: life <laughs> oh god but you do like what i found interesting is how when influencers have like plastered their relationship over social media and then they break up, there's so suddenly awkward. like a storm of people that are like, give me answers, I wanna know what went wrong, like I'm entitled to know. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you didn't open the floodgates, then maybe you wouldn't be in that situation where everybody wants to know the last detail. And I think that's not just influencers, you can see like yeah. a lot of people that you know, and then you suddenly see, oh, they're not posting with their boyfriend or girlfriend, like that's odd, that's And I would
1: definitely go Jack, for sure.
0: Yeah, guilty um, of that. It.
1: Yeah, it's that element of like you, you. There's two people in a relationship. or Again, in the sort of normal.
0: In a heteronormative society.
1: Yeah. Um. A, uh, no. Monogamous in a monogamous relationship, there are two people, and inviting other people into that relationship, which you are doing by putting it all over social media, because you are. That's what it is. It's like a platform to comment. Why would you want to do that?
0: I think it's not the showcasing that I think is necessarily bad like people should be free to post wherever they want and yeah. if they genuinely feel a certain way even I think it's a little bit ridiculous that's that's down to them um but I think it's the sh- it's the showcasing that's frequent and it paints relationship in a very unrealistic light so then you have other people who let's say you're going through a bit of a rough patch in your relationship and you see other people posting and in a, in a way that's obviously not true, or based in how relationships normally function day to day, it's gonna make you feel a lot worse, and you're just making you think actually, wait, well, this is what I'm supposed to aspire to, um, and I'm not living that at the moment.
1: Mm. But similarly, like you wouldn't like sort of message anyone about problems going on in your relationship, I think you um, wouldn't
2: necessarily post them. Is that what of, you course yeah. you, of
0: course you would Have you ever seen a post of a couple who've gone, or one person, or one half of a couple saying? We've had a really terrible week, we've been arguing loads, like, it's been really stressful, actually.
1: No, yeah, because then you're you're definitely inviting other people into the the relationship Mm. at that point. Like, I've always, you know, had the rule that, obviously a little bit of, like, jokey, like... Um, oh, he's annoying me because he hasn't put the sheets on the bed. It's not the same. But if, if you've got a genuinely problem with your partner, you should never. The first person should be there. You should mm. never be sure about your a partner, to your friend.
0: I think you got to take the rough with the smooth. So if you're going to say like, actually, I'm not going to post negative stuff because that's going to invite questions, you can't then be posting positive stuff and mm. taking a break and not expect people to raise questions about yeah. that.
2: Yeah, I think it goes down to intention of why you're pouring your heart out onto an Instagram caption at four am. Like if it's genuinely to show love to your partner that's great but if you're also just trying to show off a relationship then I don't know
1: I, I feel that similar way though but like I don't do like birthday posts for my friends and it's not because I don't love them greatly it's because like, I'll send them a message and like I because I love them a lot I feel that sometimes perhaps the birthday posts are like look like here is evidence of our friendship yeah. we're closer let me
2: prove it yeah like,
1: like and it's, it's a little bit like oh you pick you know funny photos and like that kind of thing and you're not you're certainly not doing it just for them mm. the, other, the person who's birthday you. you're doing it for everyone else
0: and as someone who used to ruin social media and probably to a certain degree is a little bit addicted to it yeah I remember like when people's birthday come around I'd be having a I had a folder on my phone of people like people I know and like good pictures of them to post I'd make sure that I oh, make sure that captions could Make sure they appreciate it. You
2: wanted the likes, didn't
0: you? Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. was, I was an absolute uh, what's the word
2: like whore? Oh,
0: you said it. So I'll take that. <laughs> but that's, that, is, that is roughly what I was thinking. Um, and it was yeah, exactly. It's it's your proof to. And again, maybe links back to the fact that as people we don't tend to affirm our friendships very often and say, actually yeah. you're my friend. So this is the one chance I'm like, right, I can show this person that I really care about them, put a nice funny caption, get a nice picture of us, maybe yeah, a collage. Exactly. Work. And make and make sure it's shared about so people know it's your birthday. I and
1: so like and, quotes of like oh that time where you you know vomit, clean
2: up my vomit like we are so close yeah or like a bunch of inside jokes that no one understands I remember
0: so that like, time with that jcb yeah and you're
1: like <laughs> if you really want to share that with that person you
2: could just do that yeah yeah um it's interesting though what you said about um when you go to your friends and you say like oh this person's being annoying me or da, da, da. like have you ever found that your relationship with your partner? Because of like issues going on in that, it's affected your friendship because of their perception of your partner.
0: Ooh. If you've
2: had like a know. particularly bad—that's a good one, actually—boyfriend or oh, like my uh,
1: yeah, my first boyfriend like um, absolutely drove a massive stake between me and my now closest... Well, yeah, she was my closest friend because I picked him over her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also you know would do the same thing about like bitching about him to her and that was it was unhealthy yeah because she'd have
2: probably like a perception of your boyfriend and then be like well you've told me all the bad parts yeah yeah
0: and as a friend could have a side to it do you feel comfortable stepping in in your role as a friend and actually going to someone saying actually i don't think your partner's doing treating you very well doing you right
1: my always is like i would never say to someone it's not my place to say to someone like i don't think you should unless it's like physical harm kind of thing or
0: really But, but what happens if you genuinely think like you know this person very well you know what they've maybe been through in past relationships you know what they need and someone is just clearly not right for them why can't you just say i don't think that person's right as
1: much as like as much as you think you know your friend you like like they they have to either make their own mistakes and i don't want them to think ever think that oh i can't speak to her about it because she's just going to tell me off yeah i have to you have to as a friend be the person who's there like and we'll listen to the same story again and again about how awful he is and then when it all ends be the person who mops up the tears. like that's that is your role as a friend anyway so it's a
2: lot of patience though and I feel like so there was a situation with one of my closest friends where she was with this guy who was just horrible like and I have to appreciate the fact that she's only telling me the worst of the worst so I don't have a holistic view of who he is as a person yeah. just of like certain bits of information and certain a certain angle yeah but I found that it really drove a wedge between me and her because I would be listening to all this information be telling her well this is not healthy like this isn't good for you and even though I think they've eventually broken up but for that period of time I was very much like well I feel like I'm absorbing so much of your relationship and trying to give you the best advice but it's not being taken and it just felt like a repetitive cycle of there's nothing I can do to make it better and then also like I just view him in a certain way and I'm kind of taking it out on you because I know from the information that you've given me like what I think about it.
1: No, I don't like I mean, you know, we have a friend that um, I never thought her boyfriend was good enough for her, but I certainly, I guess to be fair, he, he, he was never, up until the end, was never like horrible or vile. Um, it just was like, oh, he's like, you could do better. Mm. And that's definitely not something you can ever say to your friend. Yeah, it's cause... not helpful. Well, I, have a yeah. com-
0: I have a very different experience. I probably was the same as you guys, and there have been friends I've had who've had relationships that might not have been best for them. And I've kind of stood back and been that role of, you know, when things go wrong, I'll be there for them and support them and make sure they're back on their feet. But when I was at uni, um, there was a situation where this person be dating uh, mm. someone for a long period of time. It got to the point where I, I, I physically can stop and just watch this unfold because my friend was getting increasingly upset, was falling into you know a depression, and I felt as you know how can I just watch this car crash unfold? So I you know I decided to you know step out of my comfort zone and say, mate, I think you have to leave her. Like she's not good enough. She's actually ruin, ruining you at the moment, mm. and this is only going to get worse and worse and worse the longer you hold out this. And I felt very uncomfortable saying it at the time. And in the, ma- in the vast majority of situations, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't stick my head above the parapet. Because like you said, you don't know your friend. You don't know actually the intimate nature of relationships. You're only hearing the worst things. Yeah. But I've definitely been in that situation now where, having seen a lot of it firsthand, I was like, I have to say something. Yeah. I, can't be a, I can't be complicit.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't never lie to my friends. Um, I just, and I would ask questions for them to ask themselves. I think that was always my approach. Um, I think perhaps, <laughs> maybe I just didn't have friends who like, would, were directly asking me what to do. Maybe, mm. maybe if they asked me what to do, I'd be a bit more frank, um, but generally would be like, oh, well, why do you think he did that? And then making them ask themselves, because them coming to the answer by themselves is going to be the only way they're going
2: to do anything about it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I feel like, is tiger parent the right word? Yeah, not sure if it is like helicopter parents. kind of like i feel like in certain situations with my like, friends yeah. and their relationships i can be kind of overbearing In this is my opinion and in my head it is like this is for the best like you're for, doing it for, for your them best. you're not doing it for but you But i think like with age i have realized like you just have to let people go to their own devices make the mistakes they need to make and learn from them because you can't kind of and also like you only have your view of the relationship as an outsider mm. no one knows what goes on behind closed doors how nice people are how horrible they are so you just have
0: to but I think yeah you still have to be relatively frank and say yeah. this is my real opinion you shouldn't sugarcoat it and like, yeah. say, kind of lie to your friend
1: do you make me think like also because like, obviously you've had like kind of two relationships that haven't been like horrible They're, like they've always relatively treated you well whereas perhaps if like for my position like I had two boyfriends that weren't, weren't very nice and I knew like the well no matter what my friend said to me i was never gonna like i wasn't really ever gonna listen to them mm. because like, my head was so your head's so in it and so from like now looking back i'm like ah oh, all i can do is ask them to questions themselves whereas i i know like we've got a friend who you know had never had a relationship and so they just couldn't understand why they'd let Can't someone it, treat yeah. them so badly um and so like they were always sort of like they're you should you know they're not good enough for you like this this and this, whereas like perhaps yeah because they've never had that like almost like obsession with someone mm. else like that wasn't like oh god that makes me sound like creepy
2: no it makes it
0: make sense uh, I think obsess is the right word especially like when you're young it, like uh, a yeah. tunnel vision yeah, tunnel, vision, yes, tunnel vision, yeah, vision yeah
2: definitely I think that's that is an interesting perspective and definitely something people need to be aware of. And I think, for me, I just kind of assume that there's just, like, a like a standard of, like, objective, this is how someone should treat you. And I feel like, whenever, and maybe that's because I've had, like, luckily, fairly, like, nice situations and nothing horrible mm. happened to me in a relationship, but I don't have that, like, lack of, I don't know, like, just a difference in that um, view. So whenever it dips below, I'm like, well, get rid, like, sack it
0: off, mm. like.
1: Yeah. I think, particularly, though, it's, it's if, like, if you're in a long-term thing and then it's like maybe like you say fizzles but like the other person doesn't realize it's fizzling and they're like well you're not putting the energy in but you're still you're, that person still just as in love with them but the other person isn't and so that's when bad things i guess start yeah. happening um, and you allow it you're like oh well you know that like, there's that thing and like blah blah, blah. and like people all, all people compared to like that honeymoon period, but then you've always like said to me like there is should be no such thing. Yeah, I know,
0: like, I know. I've never experienced a honeymoon period, which is not to say that my, my I've never had <laughs> good relationships. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm like <laughs> genuinely saying like in all the relationships I've been in, it's either been really good from the start or it has gone off on a bit of a sour note from the start. And maybe I was I was young enough and I was naive enough to not realize that happening because, like you said, probably tunnel vision mm-hmm. didn't really uh, ascertain what was going on. in our in our relationship it's been pretty constant throughout really but do you not
1: think
2: but but i've I've always (laughs) been patient no but
0: that's not the limiting factor because i've always been patient i'm always quite i've always been quite a patient but do you not
2: find in general i know honeymoon is probably the worst thing to call it because then you're constantly comparing to that first period but do you not think like the initial in like getting to know someone like it is the tunnel vision it's that like okay you're the only thing that Oh, I like had, I
1: have, certainly previously like, and there is that excitement of like, oh, I think like, oh, that I think then the excitement certainly is like, oh, I like them. You don't know they like if they like you or not, or like that. Yeah. There's definitely chase. There's that. definitely, yeah, there's yeah, definitely yeah. The chase is exciting, but certainly not like the. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say. God, this is so smushy. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say <laughs> we ever had a honeymoon had period, like, or if there has been, it hasn't like stopped yet.
0: <laughs> if anyone is feeling sick just go to your, uh, your local GP
2: Um, yeah I think it's a I think yours is certainly a patient thing but do you think it's like personality driven because I know a lot of my friends will want something that's like exciting like all the time and I guess when yeah, you yeah I think
0: that's a young thing you there. phrase
2: it as like a honeymoon period it's like that is the only period where things are going to be fun and new and then everything from that point is just kind of like grey.
0: I think people, and this is going to sound incredibly boring, but I think people do definitely prioritize when they're looking for someone to be in a relationship with, they prioritize excitement rather than stability. And stability is actually the most important thing because in any relationship, things are going to be up and down. You have really good moments and, you know, quite down parts of it. But ultimately, you want someone who's going to, in terms of your relationship be pretty solid and make sure that they understand you you don't want someone who's like a firework and it's just going off and it looks really pretty and then actually when it when everything settles down you're like oh this is not the person that i actually yeah. want to get re- into a relationship with you want to make sure that that person is exactly the same
1: i think Possibly also, though, like, maybe this is a female perspective in the sense of, I have, like, I know, and a lot of my friends have always, like, looked at someone that's, like, a project, and it's like, oh
0: um... Oh, we, yeah. we, we, could, we could do another podcast on that, you yeah. know that.
1: Um, yeah, but very briefly, like, and then you, so, like, I, I think... I, and I do think it's more a thing in females it's like this idea of like yeah they're a bad boy but I'm going to make them
2: good Or just emotionally me. unavailable but I'll
0: yeah, bring the like I'll, back. Yeah like... I'll
1: change things and then you have that like I think moment of something like well this is rubbish like I don't want to do this anymore But
0: um, well, I wouldn't say I, I know that you should I, I don't think you should blame women for that or even for the internal... I think men also have to take a responsibility because... For in, wanting it, to be a project. No, 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 no but not like, wanting to be a project. For for relying on your competence to come from someone else and yeah. to be like, oh, you know, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit useless, but, you know, she does everything, like if men took more responsibility for how they were, how they presented themselves, how they fit within, not just in a relationship, but in society at, at, at large. And wanting to change. And wanting yeah. to physically change things about themselves. Be the um, yeah. then I think also, Then the idea of them being a project wouldn't have to exist because you would be continually improving yourself.
2: Yeah, but it's. I think it is ultimately down to the responsibility of the person to know what you're looking for and what you're going to get from someone. And I've definitely, like, looking back, gone for people who i was thinking oh i can change this and change that yeah it'll it'll be fine but it's it's you're setting your expectations so high for them to just get inevitably like and just and just
0: to clarify this isn't like small changes like obviously everyone can improve a little bit if you can bring a skill set to um a relationship then it should be good i think you probably may be a lot more organized than i probably had been before but what we're talking about, looking for a product and changing, these are like fundamental yeah. character changes that no one can do for you. These are things that you have to reach for and look in within yourself. Yeah,
1: I think certainly if someone comes to you being like, "This is my negative trait," it's almost like I'd say like ninety-nine percent likely that's never going to change.
0: What do you mean? Can you give an example?
1: If someone was, for example, being like, "I'm prone to self-destruction," or "I'm I'm prone to like." be super needy or i'm just listing off on my floors <laughs> <laughs> no or like um i'm uh, i i like to have a control of the situation or i like to take a back seat in a situation right like that kind of thing is unless it's not it's very difficult to change it's not like oh i'm i'm quite messy or like oh i'm quite uh disorganized like they're things that you can work on whereas i feel yeah. like your, how you feel about a situation and how you react is very difficult mm. to change. Or if it is, like, it takes a lot of work and a lot of like self reflection.
0: But whether it's something that's changeable or not, it's now da- it's not down to the other individual in the relationship. Yeah, that's down to them. you. Like, yeah. If, yeah, if, exactly. if if someone if someone goes and says, "Oh, these are these are the things that um, I struggle with, or these are my issues," the other person, while they can be a support, they can't be the reason to change. Like, yeah. you, you can't make someone change.
2: And that's as cliche as it is. Like, you should just, you know the person that you're looking to be with if you're not happy with everything they are now then who's to say you'll be happy in a year's time two years time five years time however long so cringe ew
0: yeah